Hello, Commando here on Supernet Radio. It's 11 o'clock. I'm going live. We're back on the air. Uh, Supernet Radio Network here. Live from the Cape Cod studio. We're going crazy with uh, all the expansions. Uh, we launched 18 sites this week. Uh, we're now uh, broadcasting across uh, 18 individual websites that are uh, branded to crypto coins and uh, mostly associated with Supernet, of course, and primarily associated with Supernet, although uh, we're open to uh, Supernet Radio Network is consider ourselves disciples of Satoshi Nakamoto and are uh, you know more libertine in all of our views and welcome any comments people who want uh, a forum they want to be interviewed they want to get their opinion out there uh, about uh, any of the uh, issues that are uh, been plaguing the world for centuries that uh, we're trying to been uh, various attempts to take care of these things and one of them, of course, is banking and money, and that's where Satoshi comes in. It's uh, the 21st of uh, January, 2015. It's a Wednesday here, and <clears throat> nice, crisp, clear day. You know, I'm worried about the temperature. Pretty nice, actually, but, you know, we're enjoying it, and then you got the global warming thing that's really happening. Now we got... 12 degrees on Saturday, and then Sunday it's 57 here in New England. Uh, you know, that's uh, not all well and good for the people to enjoy and make it a little easier on the heating bills. But, <coughs> excuse me, from a global point of view, global warming and the health of the, the, the planet, not good. <clears throat> not good. Those wide swings... Uh, that uh, magnitude are, are, are not good at this time of year or any time of the year. And that's a, so those are, uh, uh, although we are primarily uh, involved in the supernet and our emphasis is on the supernet and the uh, revamping of the uh, <clears throat> banking system, revolutionizing it through Satoshi Nakamoto's uh, introduction introduction of his <clears throat> blockchain theory um, back in 2009 we are a uh, the spirit of, of freedom and giving things back to the people uh, is uh, runs deep in all of the uh, the supernet radio network team and uh, so please don't think that we're just for, for uh, Supernet, at, which we are primarily, there's no doubt about that. But uh, if you got something that can help with uh, in the field of medicine, health, government, transport, education, terrorism, basically freedom and how the government interferes with everything, uh, you're welcome to air your voices uh, here. Uh, some of the things that have been going up on, uh, I want to welcome John Prince, who, uh, to the uh, full-time as uh, part of the Supernet team. 
SuperNet Radio Network team. Uh, and, uh, I do want to emphasize the fact that uh, SuperNet Radio Network is an independent entity from SuperNet and the SuperNet team. We are completely uh, independent of SuperNet. We're uh, funded solely uh, we're a private organization and uh, funded by uh, SuperNet uh, benefactors, uh, SuperNet Radio Network benefactors and believers in uh, SuperNet and getting the information out using radio and webcasting uh, to get the information out across the world. It's amazing how this, uh, this interwebs you know, has uh, affected the world where basically uh, it's a cottage industry. I mean, we now have a studio in Cape Cod. Uh, the main studio is being built in uh, under construction in New York. We have a, an L.A. Uh, studio as well. We got VPS uh, cast servers are being set up by John, John Prince, who is the uh, a new member of the Super SNRN uh, team, and uh, he's uh, running the LA uh, lash up. So uh, lots of things going on. Uh, we're going forward. We're adopting. Uh, we're fo we're following along in the footsteps of the SuperNet team. Really, the uh, uh, it's quite a group. Uh, their chat out on Slack. As where uh, we, Lutz and I, who are the primary uh, uh, developers of SuperNet Radio Network, where we we're out on Slack, and Lutz has been very active. He did uh, he built some mean websites. I'll tell you that he did the uh, SuperNet.org one uh, for SuperNet, and uh, pretty active in the community, uh, and. We, uh, of course, it's just been the two of us that have been uh, doing this whole thing, and we've uh, been doing it for a while now, you know, since July and August, so uh, we, we've uh, decided to expand. We, we've sorted it all out. We probably went a little too fast with the broadcasting, and now we're taking it nice and slow, and now we're looking to... Uh, present a lot of the work we've done just like what the SuperNet team does is is we, we, we kind of told you what we want to do and what our aims are and then the whole deal is will it come to pass and that's a big problem in SuperNet and in, in, in the crypto world where people make these outlandish claims about what they can do what they're doing this this uh, this uh, uh, so where the technologies that they're going to create and what what's going to happen, and then it never happens. So uh, you know, and they take your money and uh, all of those things that have gone in and created this wild west atmosphere in in the cryptocurrencies markets. And now, as the uh, crypto uh, begins to mature, and uh, we're trying to do this, we're trying to follow along those lines. The, the SuperNet team has made statements about what they're going to do. Now they're building it, and out on Slack, they're getting close to the uh, 
initial uh, beta release of the SuperNet wallet. They've added core coins. The technology is actively being uh, created and getting close to launch. Uh, it's just a, an exciting, dynamic environment out there on Slack and to be part of it. Uh, a lot of the principles of the SuperNet team have been notably um, not as uh, vociferous, not posting as much because they're busy. You know, they're working. They're building the SuperNet. They're doing all this co coding, and uh, it's... Uh, some of the things that have been going on, for instance, it, we found uh, uh, ourselves, uh, Lutz and I at SNRN, going along the same way. And, you know, we start doing something, we find a better solution. So we need to work on that for a while and get that squared away. And while we're doing that, something else comes up. And then there's an interruption and there's a, there's a lot of moving parts to this. So out on Slack, we noticed John Prince, and uh, we liked the style and how he was, and he actually was running a uh, crypto radio show of his own, uh, supporting OpalCoin, which has been admitted to the core, and uh, core of SuperNet, and uh, was pretty active out in that uh, community, and we approached him, and... Uh, he's w really worked out south on a great addition. He's been aboard a couple of weeks now. We're looking forward to a long relationship with John Prince. He's uh, quite a musical talent himself. He's a musician and um, he's done some website design. Uh, he's uh, a lot of the music that you're hearing now, he, he's responsible for the continuous 24 7 stream of music that's going out on a SuperNet uh, radio network, the flagship station, which is broadcast live, uh, or, it, the, the, well, it's live when it's live, right? Like right now, it's going out across super, not only supernetradio.com, but across all of the 18 uh, stations, uh, all the websites that we launched on um, Monday evening, were are now uh, broadcasting this signal as uh, we go, and the 24-hour seven stream, which is embedded into the player, is actually embedded into every site. So a uh, lot of of explanations to go. We, uh, as I said. Uh, SuperNet Radio Network (SNRN) is a completely independent of the uh, SuperNet itself. We we get no funding from SuperNet. Uh, this is a private enterprise, soon to go public. We're going to have a we're going to go community wide uh, and issue an we're going to issue an asset SNRN, and you'll be able to buy uh, you know an interest. Uh, in uh, the profits that we're going to be generating from several sources of revenue that we've got lined up. Now, uh, this is a part of the uh, genius of the SuperNet uh, team where it uh, the big thing is getting people paid. and It, it comes down to money and the uh, SuperNet team has found a way to monetize uh, crypto in a way 
that provide that although providing the services it pays for itself and it will pay for the expenses and the uh, software and the uh, maintenance uh, the the people and coders that are needed to maintain it uh, the, to keep the improvements on it to uh, be on the lookout for uh, all of the provide security for the supernet and then uh, it, all of these things, it costs uh, resources and, uh, and uh, funds, and the SuperNet has found a way to monetize all of that and make it uh, and save the uh, smaller folks, you know, the uh, common people, uh, money. And so they can uh, more efficiently use their resources and not give it away to predatory lenders and banks who charge outrageous fees and uh, all of these things that Satoshi Nakamoto had in mind when he did this. So some of the things that are coming up uh, that are going on right now in uh, for uh, SNRN is uh, we will be uh, releasing the particulars on the SNRN asset. It'll be issued through the uh, next asset exchange. And uh, like I said earlier, uh, John, we're setting up VPS uh, cast servers. Uh, the uh, SNR business site, I've been working on it. It's filling up basically, and we want to get it ready to go so its explanation is clear to everybody. It has information about promotion and ad revenue info. Uh, we got hardware that's been sent out to DJs uh, in the form of new microphones to enhance production quality. Uh, software's been obtained, new software for DJ audio work. Uh, we got a decentralized solution is being put in place, and there'll be a second player on all the sites that will be an option. Uh, you know, one of the concerns we had is that with uh, a centralized source for broadcasting, although Lutz is uh, in his expertise in the uh, network field, he's a network engineer professionally. Uh, works a uh, you know, it's more than a 40 hour job you know the work they get out of him he calls it corporate slavery and um, the uh, so he's uh, protected and he can get the sites back up in an instant really he set it up that way and it's really well protected but anything to centralize can essentially be taken down at some point so uh, so we've, now we've overcome that with this completely decentralized solution that will ensure that our signal uh, is going out uh, despite it's a peer-to-peer -peer broadcasting system that uh, we're going to be taking advantage of and using that. Uh, we, we've, we've got some teams have been unofficially formed for shows. Uh, we had some uh, guest DJs. Uh, that are uh, trying out their chops and deciding uh, if they, uh, you know, we have uh, considered uh, hiring regular DJs. We're looking for people, but we're very selective. But that doesn't mean that uh, somebody can't 
run their own show and uh, we've got all kinds of arrangements uh, for uh, the share in revenue and uh, from those things and uh, there also is an application for interviews if you've got uh, on the supernetradio.com site in the upper right hand corner you can apply for an interview and uh, we'll uh, I mean we're not going to have people on willy nilly uh, you know we'll do some vetting of it you've got to be careful um, you know those people those uh, well known uh, names uh, that are out there those negatory uh, individuals uh, such as Bob Surplus and Barabbas and uh, all of those people. Who knows? Uh, might be interesting to get Barabbas on if he wanted to come on as Barabbas. But, you know, some of these people and the, 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 the two-edged sword of anonymity allows a lot of these people to be very surreptitious. They could uh, come in under a different name or say they have a coin and just dream up some, some nonsense and uh, waste everybody's time and... Uh, you know, basically, because they can through the use of uh, anonymity. Like, we had a request for an interview by someone called, uh, said they were developing potato coin. And, you know, I don't know if that's a joke or, you know, now we're going to, we've got the colored coins and the country coins, and now we got the vegetable coins. You know, my gosh, what is going on? Uh, so, uh, but it doesn't mean it couldn't be a potato coin. So, uh, so you know where I'm coming from on that effect. So, listen, let me take, uh, let me, let me, uh, there's been uh, basically a bear market has been going on in cryptocurrencies for some time. A lot of reasons for that. But uh, one thing I want I want to get a song on right now, and uh, because I think we're gonna be getting ready, uh, and I'll give some reasons why when we come back from this song, uh, latest uh, a fairly new song by the uh, seemingly ageless group, the Rolling Stones, with uh, say good, and I'm saying say goodbye to the doom and gloom.
Uh, don't know what I did there. Hit the wrong button. Uh, cut make off a little early, but he was coming to the end of that song anyway. We're still working out the bugs here. Uh, probably will be for a while, but we're much better, and I've got the benefit of a lot of experience. So let's get to uh, some of the stuff. Uh, one of the things that uh, is uh, with this doom and gloom in the bear market I was referring to that I think is going away is... One of uh, the, the, the things with Slack is not only is it a, uh, the SuperNet Slack I'm talking about, it's a great, uh, I, I mean, the Slack people themselves are making a shit ton of money and because they got a great product and it's really working out for SuperNet uh, with all these different channels. And um, the... Uh, The uh, civilness of the Slack channel has uh, really been good. They keep a close eye on that. There have been a couple of flare-ups uh, in the near recent past where uh, some uh, James stepped in pretty quickly and put the kibosh on that activity and named Notion Damelon, Damelon as community managers. They've got some experience in that regard. And, uh, but generally, it's a self-policing thing where, uh, you know, I found myself sometimes getting into some conversations and saying, geez, I, I shouldn't clog up this channel, go to another channel, there's another channel, or you can private message and have that particular discussion uh, that you want uh, in another way. And uh, like Lutz, I know, created the Awakened channel where uh, it's uh, it's pretty much open. It's it's a little more um, uh, some really free thinking going on there. It's 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 an expansion on the random channel, and uh, so you can always do that. Uh, I see that Bitcoin Dark BTCD is uh, which is going to be an integral part of everything. It was a co it's a core coin of the internet as we all know and integral to a lot of the operations uh, that are going to come into being that will all be available for everyone to know and see uh, as this uh, the beta is eventually released very, very shortly, uh, is developing, is going to open their own Slack channel. They're getting to the point where they've got their own Slack. There is a BTCD channel. And that BTC dev has uh, been doing yeoman service on uh, wallets. I know that uh, he's one of those guys kind of, I was talking about earlier, is it's disappeared. He's just so busy working on stuff. And, um, you know, the people in the team themselves know that they're working on it. But, it, you know, it's hard to, uh, although James does a very, he, he's outstanding how he multitasks and keeps in touch with the people and keeps everything balanced. And, of course, uh, James is uh, the, the hub of the wheel in uh, SuperNet uh, hierarchy and uh, it came to this idea of SuperNet with a team uh, already in place of people that uh, had been with him in previous endeavors and done quite well. And when uh, he talked with them, I guess, about uh, doing something else, some, this, uh, this huge unifying of all of cryptocurrencies 
into one spot where all of the uh, best of uh, the best features of all of the coins could be utilized and uh, decided to call it SuperNet and uh, started from there. So he had a team in place and he's recruited some people uh, along the way. And one of the latest recruitees, uh, recruits is, is um, Bass Guitar Man, who's a, a, a younger, he, he's a younger person. And uh, I'm just astounded. I did an interview with him a couple weeks ago because he, he developed Opal Coin and he's now on the uh, he's on the payroll with SuperNet. Uh, let's face it, the uh, SuperNet pays of some of these developers. They have a payroll. And, of course, that's what the SuperNet asset was about that was issued, the ICO that occurred in September, and there was $5 million raised in 849,000 shares. So that money is not laying fallow, I assure you. It's being used uh, very judiciously by a management uh, committee that's been set up, and uh, things are working out well. I mean, there's a lot of expenses here when you think about all of the nodes and uh, that need to be set up and the VPNs, the uh, software, uh, time, and effort that's being put in. So uh, it's all really working well. Uh, the uh, And again, it's been a real uh, model for uh, Lutz and I at SNRN as we uh, go forward. Uh, but again, to get back to uh, Slack and the civilness of it, there have been a couple incidents, and again, particularly with uh, bass guitar, and he's uh, not shy, this guy. He's, uh, if he, sees, he smells something he doesn't like, uh, he's not shy about calling him out and uh, probably can benefit from a little more seasoning uh, and, and uh, dealing with how people are. But uh, he's a wonderkin, really. With, uh, I, I had had some dealings with him after our interview because I was so impressed with his uh, manner uh, that, uh, you know, I asked him if he could do up a little code that uh, Lutz and I had been trying to get done for quite a while. He wrote it up like in about 20 minutes. He said, about here you go. Here's the site to go. This is where you get the stuff to do this, and here it is to go. Now all we got it now it's up, like he it's playing tennis man uh, he hits it back into our court now it's up to us to get it going we haven't had it go yet you know he's on a different level this guy and um, you know that's been a problem in uh, computers like Cavando's an older guy and there's a huge problem when computers first came in that uh, the huge gulf between users and uh, people, the, the, the people that could take advantage of it and the people who were in the know, the original computers and programmers, I mean, the integrated circuit is what made all of this stuff, and those were only invented like in the late 70s. I mean, when Cavando was a kid, there wasn't even television, man. 
So uh, I've seen it all in uh, my lifetime, and uh, I'm really, I feel like a born again a flower child. I'm a flower child, and uh, born in the 60s and 70s, we were going to change the world, and here it is 45 la years later, and the place is a fucking mess. You know, we basically dropped the ball. Some things have happened, civil rights, you know, it's been in the news with Martin Luther King Day, there's some improvements there, but... Uh, there's so, been some improvements, there's no doubt about it, in general society, but there's still a tremendous amount of difficulty and inequality that's going on. I see the new Oxfam numbers came out yesterday or the day before, and they said that the, by next year, 1% of uh, individuals uh, will own more stuff than the entire rest of the people in the world. I mean, that's like 80 people. You know, 80 people will have uh, control over 50% uh, of everything, uh, all the assets that exist uh, in this place we call Earth. So, uh, you know, that's kind of scary. It's been, it's been going that way, and uh, that's what we're trying to affect. Uh, and... The flower children, we're going to do the same thing, you know, peace, love, and understanding, and all that other stuff. And it came time, uh, when it came time, you know, all of my um, contemporaries signed up. You know, they wanted nice things, or they, they, they said the heck with principle, and they wanted uh, a car and a career, and families, and they wanted. Uh, to go on big vacations and wear fancy clothes and um, and uh, so basically they sold out and uh, Cavando is didn't and I, I know I had a lot of resentment towards my fellows still do a little bit I'm not real popular with them because basically as I said we dropped the ball we didn't do we didn't do what we say said we were going to do you know, early in life, I developed some rules. I call them Cavando's rules, of course, and I try to live by those rules. Um, I have this own code that I that I try to live by. You know that Crosby, Stills, Nash and song that I play sometimes. Teach your children's name of that song. Maybe I'll get that on later for you if you never heard it or haven't heard it in a while. But uh, you know, teach your children well, and uh, we all have to have a code that we have to live by. Well, I took that to heart. I got my code. Rule number one is everybody counts. So uh, and that's just not how it works out. So well, we're trying to affect that. So all of this uh, cryptocurrency and supernet has been a boon. It's uh, reinvigorated me. I'm a born again hippie. The flower child, Kavando, coming at you, blasting across the web uh, with this internet and uh, Supernet Radio Network trying to help uh, people out. So um, so we got this young pup uh, bass guitar who uh, I've really been impressed with. Uh, I guess James was too because he now works. James recruited him. Uh, they got... Uh, Opal Drive and all kinds of uh, uh, interesting uh, tech. Uh, you can go to the archives on Supernet Radio and listen to that uh, interview if you want with uh, Bass Guitar Man. But he got into it a little bit with uh, uh, over this uh, 
vault uh, mining that uh, new coin or whatever seems to be a Ponzi scheme and uh, a lot of other people were tracking it and if you're not familiar with what a Ponzi scheme is basically it's named after uh, an Italian immigrant in the Boston area named Ponzi who in, in, the, in the 20s, early uh, 20th century in the Boston area uh, issued, uh, you know, stocks and shares. And what what they do is they charge, uh, they sell shares in uh, an interest in uh, uh, some entity that they name. In this case, it was vault mining. And they charge, they, they sell shares in it and they pay back huge interest rates. They, they pay back a very high interest early on. But the, as the money comes in, then they're paying it out. And then one day, so, so they're taking in 100%, maybe they're paying out 10% of the money that comes in to the people that are bought in initially. So as the new money comes in, new uh, buyers... They take that money and pay off the people that have been in for 30 days or 90 days or whenever they pay their interest, and they create all of this enthusiasm, and uh, it, it's what it's greed that gets you people, you know, because people see this 15% uh, interest or 5% interest in uh, in a week. And uh, so that tends, so they buy, new, new people are drawn in or people invest more. And then, uh, and again, they're taking in uh, 100%, paying out 10%, and then all of a sudden they disappear. You know, they take that bulk of that money and they're gone. And, you know, there are a lot of laws in place in uh, the, um, in, in big business and in the real world of investments to prevent this. But here in the crypto world, uh, you got to have your head on a swivel and be aware of this kind of thing because there isn't any law enforcement. There isn't anyone to make you pay. There isn't anyone to uh, police these people. We're kind of self-policing. And a lot of people in Slack had uh, done that. Uh, 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 watch that and make people aware of it. Uh, again, I want to reiterate, so, and it, 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 it it's what hurts crypto. I mean, it's really hurting crypto, and it's it, the whole Wild West atmosphere. Things are quieted down. That's part of the reason for the big bear market, I think, in alt currencies. Um, and uh, we've got no one to blame but ourselves. For that, but you know that's the nature of that's human nature. So, uh, other a lot of members of Slack were pointing that out to people, and uh, Bass Guitar was, Guitar Man was a little more aggressive in his um, his disdain for those kind of antics, and I'm I'm behind him 100%. But basically. You know, you don't want to cut your nose off to spite your face. And so that uh, that happened. And then uh, he, he, he mentioned something about building, uh, using a lighthouse, building some, uh, another uh, app on top of the blockchain, using a, calling it a lighthouse, and, and someone, you know, a day later did it. 
and he was a little bit miffed about that. And, you know, some of the more wizened uh, older hands in Slack said, well, you know, don't put that stuff out there, man, because that's what will happen. You got to watch who you're talking with. Talk in private. Be careful who you trust. And uh, but basically, it's those hardworking folks and that, that, that real good uh, community out there on Slack. So we're going along. Um, another thing that uh, bass guitar has been helpful in setting up. It has nothing to do with uh, SuperNet itself, but it's a SuperNet mining pool that is uh, run by Altnuts.com. Uh, it's A-L-T-N-U-T-S dot com. If my engineer can get that uh, posted up on the website so people can get out there if they want. And it's, uh, it's a typical mining pool where they mine other coins. And it's really starting to get busy now. And um, that bass guitar man uh, had something to do with uh, getting that arranged and uh, making sure that we're contacting and working with that folks. He's uh, amazing, that guy. So, uh, speaking of nuts, and um, with, uh, you know, those interviews, I had a, I had a, uh, I had a strange uh, request the other day. As I said, you know, people have been approaching us. We're getting people to want to do interviews and be DJs and do shows and got ideas and all this other stuff. So then I got this call the other day, really weird, uh, and it was some kind of a voice uh, translator or something like that. And uh, guess who it was? It was Shippy, the Shippy, the Shippet Squirrel. I said, who the heck is this? He says, this is a Shippy. I'm the Shippet Squirrel. I'm there now. The Shippet Squirrel um, was uh, was originally created by uh, BitHub uh, and uh, or GitHub, excuse me. And the uh, what they do is they're part of their uh, their deal in, in their workflow in in, in the uh, GitHub offices is focused on shipping everything early and shipping it often. So what they did is they, they started this uh, thing on GitHub that you uh, put in the words ship it and immediately in return it's a bot that uh, returns a picture of a squirrel uh, in various, you know, there's, he's got a whole family of squirrels. He's got a whole gang to shippy. And uh, it might be a picture of the gang, and they'll be dressed up in uh, medieval armor. They're ready to go. They're, they're getting ready to go on patrol in Iraq. You know, they you know they got they're heavily armed, uh, and there's some. It's pretty humorous. And all you got to do is on the random channel, um, you can uh, thank you. I see that out there on a new message. It's out there now. That alt nuts. So uh, you can get out there. So Shippy called me up. And he said, listen, uh, I, 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 you need a mascot. He wants to be the mascot of SuperNet Radio Network. I said, you know, come on. You're pulling my leg. I thought it might have been Lutz, you know, uh, just playing a joke on me. Was uh, I, I took a look at the calendar. What is this, April Fool's? And... Uh, Sure enough, I got some other uh, authentication, and uh, so Shippy is uh, going to be the mascot uh, 
We're gonna. That's one of the new things we've been working on. Uh, he'll be coming in. He'll be doing some postings, and uh, whatever he does. And if you're interested in taking a look at Shippy, just get onto Slack. If you, the way to join Slack is all you got to do is request an invitation, and uh, and uh, you can get right on Slack. Uh, it's not exclusive by any means, and. Um, you can get right on, although uh, we do uh, have community managers and we're not going to tolerate any nonsense out there. But it's not exclusive in any way. All you got to do, and of course, the reason why they want an invitation is so they get an email that they can send you the credentials so you can actually get on to Slack. So that's the only reason for that. All right. Man, I got a good cup of Joe going today. I'm enjoying this, but let me get a uh, let me get another song on here for you. The uh, here's one uh, that uh, is, is a bit of nostalgia for you. The um, that you can think about because these days are over.
yeah, that was Ian Hunter with uh, When the World Was Round. Kind of like that song. A little change of pace there. That JS. Matter of fact, when you're listening to the live stream that we got going 24-7 now on uh, supernetradio.com, a lot of the... Uh, a lot of those uh, tunes are um, productions by uh, John Prince himself. As I said, he's an accomplished musician and uh, does a lot uh, amazing, the stuff he can do with music these days, with the software that they have, although uh, I got a boot out of a show called Sound City with Dave Grohl and how they went to the old Sound City where they did a lot of recording back in the day. and. They had uh, old tape machine. There's only five of them in existence, and uh, they redid them on there. Gives a better sound. And of course, uh, Neil Young is uh, got his new uh, system that's uh, out and available right now. A little pricey. The players are like five or six hundred dollars, and he's uh, in the process of uh, converting the files so they can be played on his new system that um, I'll be talking more about that and all those names, but I got a lot of stuff I want to talk about here that's uh, more important to the people in the crypto world, and that being, uh, before I go any farther, I want to remember when you're on this next asset exchange where SuperNet and uh, SuperNet, too, a lot of assets out there to be traded, make sure that uh, because of the Wild West's nature, uh, you need to be responsible, a responsible uh, trader um, that when you're doing there because when you create an asset on the net asset exchange, next asset exchange, which is the blockchain to, to technology, completely independent of the Bitcoin uh, blockchain, and um, it's called the brain wallet, completely decentralized, and people are creating these assets to train, uh, trade out there now. The uh, number of the, a the asset ID number and wallet address are unique to that particular asset. However, you, the, uh, the name of the asset itself could be duplicated. And there was an attempt during the ICO for SuperNet. Somebody created a SuperNet asset, and actually, some people bought, uh, named it SuperNet. And uh, there was SuperNet token, I believe. And anyway, uh, and they got away. Some people fell for it. They didn't check the asset ID number. So whenever you're dealing with an asset ID uh, on, on uh, an asset on the next asset exchange, make sure you check that ID number to make sure that you're investing in the asset that you think you're investing in. And I would implore anyone in the information uh, writing, uh, video, um, talk, radio, uh, uh, whatever you're doing, if you're referring to a next asset, uh, I would suggest that you put that asset ID number right next to it uh, when you mention it. We try to do that in our SuperNet Radio uh, network uh, publications and things. Uh, so uh, make it easier on people because uh, the reason it, that was done is because otherwise you'd have name squatting going on. People would be taking up SuperNet and then be trying to sell them out. So initially when Next was being developed, they decided that 
the uh, ID number of the particular assets would be unique, and the names. Well, you know, we're stuck. We're stuck with that with that problem now because of the nature of people and how the world works. So, um, so that now speaking of publications, the. Um, the uh, Nexter.org uh, had an interview with uh, Ludum, who is lives in Switzerland, and I want to apologize to people. Last week we did that. I had published it on the new schedule. Go out to Supernet Radio, one of the improvement.com. One of the improvements we've got out there is we've got a schedule up where all the live broadcasts are listed, and you can, uh, you know, see when to tune in. And uh, for if you want to hear it live firsthand, they're always available on the archive player. Uh, we also have uh, a new uh, embedded player for the latest interview. Um, for instance, as soon as I get off the air here, and uh, my hour's time is coming up pretty quickly here, I'll... Uh, I'll be saving this uh, broadcast and publishing it out to Showreel. It'll be available in the archives, and always it'll also be entered up at, into the where the latest interview is. So you can hear this. Plus, um, our new software allows us to uh, schedule things in on uh, a regular basis. So we'll probably schedule the uh, the uh, live performance and interviews. Um, as they uh, become available in our recorder, we'll put them in the, the rotation so they'll be going out over the stream. It won't be music all the time. There'll be more information. We also have plans to get a, uh, a news feed in. We're trying to decide on how many times a day we want a lot that maybe we could get some feedback from uh, any listeners out there. on If we got the BBC, the AP, or the UPI, or... Uh, who knows uh, what uh, news feeds are out there, and uh, we could get those in, uh, you know, every four hours, every three hours. I think on the hours too much, uh, but, you know, those are going to be part of the repertoire of uh, Supernet Radio as we go forward. Now, as far as the publications go, there's a new Supernet newsletter just came out yesterday, and there's also uh, the JLH Hoddle, JLH777 Hoddle, which I did an interview about with uh, Ludum, uh, also uh, Lionel uh, Gervais. Uh, uh, I, I did say it was going to be in French, and then I got with uh, Ludum, you know, that's his handle that he uses out on Slack. And uh, I got with him beforehand, like I usually do before I interview someone, give them the ground so they're familiar with coming on and all of that. And we kind of decided, he, when I was talking with him about possibly doing an interview, he said his English wasn't very good. So I said, well, do it in French. So, because uh, we want to do that eventually. We're really looking towards the Asian community and uh, get some people broadcasting in uh, Mandarin, Thai, uh, you know, the Indian uh, uh, nation is, uh, you know, very populist and really, as a matter of fact, I got something I want to mention about India and decentralization. But anyway, next, Nexter, the Nexter magazine is a pretty slick 
uh, publication and uh, Lionel and uh, Cassius, uh, Penzel, uh, they run the supernet, uh, this nexter.org magazine and it has a supernet newsletter on it and it also has the JLH newsletter. Uh, so nexter.org. Uh, 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 you can get those up there, uh, if you would, John, and uh, those little links, and people can get out there. Pretty slick publication, very informative about everything going on with Next. And then Next is the engine that drives the supernet, so uh, integral part of the supernet. So there's that. Now, uh, the other thing I want to say with India is... Uh, I was watching uh, TV last night, and the uh, uh, there was a quote that uh, is really relevant for what we're going on here. And uh, what that quote was is that uh, I believe banking institutions are a greater threat to our liberty than standing armies. And take a guess who said that. Thomas Jefferson, old T.J. himself, you know, the Jeffersonian democracy guy, and uh, who uh, was at odds with John Adams in the early history of the United States. I could go on about that battle, but nobody liked John Adams, man. He was uh, very influential in, uh, of course, Massachusetts. That's where it all started, right? He was a Massachusetts guy. So... Uh, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know what to say, irascible, you know, thorny hide, uh, you know, complex uh, with their own ideas. And in this case, I can't support him too much because he was more for uh, centralization where uh, Jefferson was for less government. The uh, So anyway... Uh, Jefferson uh, was was worried about that way back when. Now, as I mentioned, India. Now, Greenpeace in India uh, has filed suit against the government because they are not getting, the government has blocked their funds that the uh, international organization tries to send to Greenpeace of India. Now, they've got like 300,000 uh, members of Greenpeace in India. Their biggest concern is uh, uh, <clears throat> the security of uh, energy, energy security. They've India's only been uh, a, a real uh, democratic institution in the country unto itself from under the yoke of the British for about 50 years, a little over 50 years. And things haven't changed. There's still 300 to 400 million people in India who don't have electricity. So, uh, and Greenpeace is uh, working. That's one of the issues that uh, Greenpeace has uh, with uh, India and that they're working on. So, uh, their money, if, since uh, last August, they haven't received any money. <clears throat> they noticed that the, their money was blocked from getting to them by the government. So <clears throat> the international uh, Greenpeace organization is trying to 
sends their funds, some funds to uh, Greenpeace in India, and the government blocked it. So the Indian uh, arm started writing letters and everything in August and hadn't got any uh, response at all from the government, and they uh, filed suit. Finally, uh, like within the last week or two, and finally there's getting some movement on that, but they still haven't got their money. Uh, it's not that uh, Greenpeace is uh, completely funded by that. They get about 45% of their funding from uh, from the uh, international organization. And like I said, they got 300,000 members in India themselves. Uh, so, uh, and we're talking about, uh, depending on the, um, exchange rate, we're talking about, uh, 1.2 to 1.4 million euros, you know, that are being held up by the banking system. Now, you know, this is outrageous and it's just a complete, uh, it shows what a centralized banking system can do, what the government can do when they're at odds with some of their citizens. Now, if uh, they had um, Supernet w was up and running or they wanted to deal with Bitcoin, and I mean, that's a lot of money to be dealing with, but uh, that's what we got to get to the point. And they could do it for less. They wouldn't be interviewed because, see, the Bitcoin chain... And, and cryptocurrency and blockchain theory is uncorruptible. It's trustless. It's mathematics. You can't, you can't uh, get, I mean, people can screw it up and play games with it. But the, Bitcoin, the, the blockchain itself is, is, is a mathematical entity. It can't be uh, screwed with and uh, changed around. So that's what makes it so beautiful and wonderful and useful to people. So you could send uh, your Bitcoin, uh, the Greenpeace people could send their coin, Bitcoin, right to, right to Greenpeace in India, and they wouldn't have to deal with the government shutting them down. So this is a perfect example of uh, what we're trying to do with that, uh, with this technology. Um, the that's uh, that's that's a big deal you know at least i thought it was so you make your own uh, everybody makes their own uh, decisions on that and that was from a, a bbc report uh, uh reported that so uh get out there and find out about it i want to thank uh thank uh there's, there's so much i didn't get to today the, the one thing i want to finish up is with is the um, the bear market in Bitcoin and a lot of reasons why that, a lot of speculation on why Bitcoin has dived to around $200. It's been up around 300 for so long. And there was on the trading channel out on Slack today, um, ETH posted a uh, very interesting, uh, this trading channel is uh, a channel on Slack where you go if you want to talk about Slack, uh, trading, uh, you know, bots, uh, TA, you know, technical analysis, uh, what you might think is going on with the different markets and stuff. And ETH uh, posted a, um, posted a, uh, a chart 
that shows a, a what they call a triangle, a technical analysis firm that's a pretty well-known uh, technical analysis pattern that uh, is indicative of the uh, price going up of the particular uh, commodity in question. And uh, this commodity that ETH was tracking was Bitcoin, and there's a triangle there, and he was saying that the uh, key level is 225. If uh, Bitcoin could uh, rise above 225 and hold there, that would be signaling a, uh, uh, the onset of uh, a, a bullish move. So uh, there, I wanted to mention that. And uh, ETH was also kind enough to mention out on Slack today that uh, if you're into gourmet hot dogs, there's, uh, and you're in anywhere near Philadelphia, you can get down to uh, com, and they got some good dogs down there, and uh, I, I, I don't know, I, I read that, I felt like getting on a plane, getting down there, uh, Lutz is the closest, you know, he's in the new, he runs a New York studio, so maybe I'll go down there to Philly and... Uh, pick up or maybe get hit to New York and Lutz and I will take a quick trip down and get down to some gourmet hot dogs. Although the, that Lutz is pretty, pretty picky about what he eats, man. He's a, he's, he's a, he's got his own ideas about, uh, uh, health and diet, exercise, life in general. Uh, great guy, very instrumental and, uh, the moving force. I want to th say thanks to him and uh, for uh, saving um, me and my uh, ideas of uh, trying to get uh, radio and uh, help out with this radio thing. We're on our way with Supernet Radio, and uh, stay tuned for uh, the 24-7 stream we'll be switching over to. And this is Covando signing off. Uh, we'll be going live again on Friday. Check the schedule on Supernet Radio. Thanks for listening. Peace out.